Okay, Roshan Gomez here, joined with me, my friend, Jeremy Lim, and our special guest, Samuel Lim. Samuel, welcome to oh. Rumah Roy. Hi, it's 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 nice house. How are you doing, sir? I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you have lots so, of guitars. <laughs> so, be, before we go into uh, how we know each other, I just want to say, you came, the, the moment you stepped into my house, complete nonsense chaos started <laughs> you started the first thing you saw me was i'm ready for this interview i have mastered the seven forms the seven fighting forms of the jedi and i think you were surprised that i could name a few of them. <laughs> most well, star wars nerds are not at that level <laughs> the thing is star wars inspired quite a bit of malay silat growing up so uh-huh. i i realized that when i saw like the instructor going like kamu guna junior junior vapat jangan guna vapat that's what we pet yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think it was called vapet but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know this is like a hard like inside baseball reference <laughs> yeah yeah this is intense um so what's your favorite uh, jedi uh, fighting style no, no, I just know of them. <laughs> <laughs> if you know that, I'm sorry to break this to you, but if you know the seven Jedi fighting stances, uh, techniques, then you are, by very definition, a nerd. Well, no, it's just that, you know, a lot of my cool friends that I hang out with, like, when they're wailing on people, like, they just spout out nerd facts. Okay. And I just, like, receive them <laughs> secondhand. <laughs> you cannot verify this. So, you're not a, you, you're not a, a, a Star Wars fan? Well, not this version. I like the, like the Star Wars Legend stuff. Uh, okay. Yeah. Trek or Wars? Why would I go for Trek? So Star Wars all the way. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Unless you're playing more Beastie Boy tracks on there, I don't want any Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> this is such inside people <laughs> reference. No one is going to get any of these. Yeah. I know that there's some hipster like Ching Chong kid or some like Okay. <laughs> okay. Second thing you, you second thing you did is you came into the house, you saw a picture of Jesus and said, This guy looks like William Defoe. He does. He's got really wild hair. And to be fair to many people, yeah. William Defoe is Jesus. I guess. <laughs> How did you find him in Spider-Man? Oh, he was he he was very um Matt Falala. <laughs> <laughs> and Aquaman? <laughs> he was brilliant in Aquaman. <laughs> brilliant in Aquaman. He was a genius in Aquaman. <laughs> he was just kind of there. <laughs> and he was just like telling Aquaman things to do and things not to do. Mm. It was like, oh, new play water a bit. Don't play water a bit. <laughs> Take back the throne. <laughs> Destabilize the monarchy. <laughs> okay, great, great. Uh, so, um... I know you are really confused as to why you're here and what you're doing here. Yes, sir. But we will get into it. We will get into it. But first thing, first things first, we need to address um, the elephant in the room. Oh, I want to ask you about specifically your DNA, your genes, in that you share the same DNA as Jeremy. That's right. <laughs> Can you explain your relationship to Jeremy? He, uh, like, brother lah. <laughs> How is Jeremy as a brother? Yeah, in his room. <laughs> He come out and eat a uh, uh, chichong fan and then <laughs> he go back into his room. The funny thing is, I know... We lost all our Chinese audience, by the way. I know. I know. I've oh, said all the, the buzzwords that, that Chinese people that's want. The, that's the third <laughs> thing. That's the third thing Sam did when he came to the, my house. Uh, I, I asked Jeremy, Sam, do you want anything to drink? 
And Jeremy says, no, I have water. And then Sam's like, can I have lassi? And then Jeremy was like, just because it's an Indian house, it doesn't mean they have lassi. And I offered him Ribena and he said, no, he, he took the water instead. It's, it's just, you know, when people come to my house, I, I, I want them to feel comfortable. So I play into all the Chinese archetypes and stereotypes. Okay. Like I bow, I get you tea. I show you my, my collection. I've never seen you bow. <laughs> collection of what? <laughs> collection of what? I know shit that Chinese people have math <laughs> exercise books. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's that calculator? The old school calculator. Oh, the abacus. <laughs> abacus. <laughs> Let me show you my abacus collection. <laughs> he doesn't have. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> I have a broken scientific calculator. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, uh, brothers, Jeremy, what about Sam as a brother? He's in his room. I mean, <laughs> just the same thing. <laughs> Come out see each other for dinner. <laughs> the next next one we need to bring Natalie in here and have <laughs> the complete picture. Yeah, it's it's, it's like, gonna be the yeah. same thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Natalie is the most legit out of three <laughs> of you. No, she's not. <laughs> she she really liked Jesus one Nephila. <laughs> <laughs> she'll she'll talk non-stop day and night why. We've I lost mean, all our audience. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I, I I like Jesus too. I think a lot of people quite like him. Yeah. But she is like Whoa, <laughs> <Yeah>. I see. <laughs> uh. um, the thing is, I know the two of you, I know two of you for, for quite a while now. And, you know, both of you are quite intelligent, but there's a difference in intelligence. Stop mocking me. <laughs> no, legit. <laughs> I didn't you, say nothing. You know, you know how I know you're intelligent? I have so many Sam stories. Let me start with the first one. I know Sam first, of course, uh, Jeremy is his brother, but we were in the debate team together. And I remember him giving his like his first or second speech or whatever. And he just went on this rant and no one understood what he was <laughs> saying. And me, Putri Ileni, I think it was um, Isaac or whoever, we were all like looking at each other like, this guy is talking complete crap, <laughs> right? <laughs> complete. And this is a 13-year-old, you know. But Puan Tanbir, our debate teacher was like, are you guys writing this down? This is pure gold. No, she's high. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> all on record. We've <laughs> lost everyone. <laughs> okay, but yeah, yeah. So Jeremy is intelligent, but Sam is like a mad kind of intelligence, like a psycho. Yep. <laughs> Even there's, the, there's that. Um, did you watch the comedy roast of uh, James Franco? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So like, um, there's this one part where what's his name? Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, dude. What's that guy? Leonardo DiCaprio? No, no, no. Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill. (laughs) So Jonah Hill was saying like, uh, you know, the thing about James Franco, uh, the thing about directors, they always do like one movie for me, one movie for for the people. James Franco does one movie for, what was it? One movie for me, five movies for no one. (laughs) 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 I feel that kind of encapsulates Sam for some reason. (laughs) I mean, it's all for him. (laughs) (laughs) What, what what are your thoughts? Do you agree? Do you embrace your madness? I've gotten checked. <laughs> and? I'm fine. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I did the Rorschach test. Okay. I, I was Rorschach for Watchmen. <laughs> I, 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 I said all the right things. <laughs> I, I, I went out with women who, and I had normal heterosexual relationships. Sure. What more do you want? What, what's, the, what's, the a, what's a non-normal heterosexual relationship? When you're just grabbing things that you're not supposed to grab. 
<laughs> I see. Okay, so Sam, some yes. of your credentials. Uh, you you're basically a, a movie critic. You you're on Movie Dash. That's yes. one. You also do some pop culture stuff because you were on BFM. You did that. What was it? The digital digital desires. But everyone who searched that up immediately <laughs> got point. <laughs> don't Google I, it. Yeah, do not don't Google, Google it. it. My mom. Desires. My mom went to a church group and she was very proud. She was like, "Look at my son. He's a digital desires." <laughs> and they were all like, "Oh, um, went downhill like fast." We can help him. <laughs> And then, like, my mom was like, well, I'm just not going to talk about you anymore. <laughs> I, told, I told all my friends that who, who know about this podcast that I'm so excited for Sam to come <laughs> on. <laughs> I, I can't explain to you how interesting this dude is. Okay, 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 okay. Before so, we get into that, like, you, yeah. did, uh, you did an episode on emo- emojis? Yeah, I did. Not emoticons, emojis. Emojis. No, a you did... whole episode. <laughs> y'all did emojis, y'all did TikTok, y'all did... Uh, Memes, I, I think. Yeah, we did the semiotics of memes. We did Saussure and like Roland Barthes, like yeah. idea on it. Yeah. So you did it with uh, Ahmad uh, Fort Rahman. Yeah, I did it with that guy and uh, the lady. Psychologist. Yeah. Yeah, the psychologist. You should shout her name out, but I can't remember it now. Vizla? Vizla! Yeah, Jeremy. Damn, son. <laughs> wow. Why is not? You know, Je- know. Jeremy was really proud. He shared your podcast on our friend's group. You know, that's a proud brother moment. Right people, there. Know, people know Sam. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't I'm, underplay it, Jeremy. You shared it. <laughs> you love him. Accept it. I didn't even share mine. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good. It was really good. And of course, um, Ford is like the legend. Uh, he's OG since he's. Uh, I mean, he's not on the night school anymore. No, but, he's uh, not. But you know, he he's a very well-read man. He's very aware of like his uh, theories and his uh, social structures and all. So yeah. Dude, they were talking about TikTok and they were talking about the <laughs> duality of TikTok <laughs> and how it I might be that. it might be TikTok's um, um, uh, uh, expansion or the interest in TikTok might be fueled by the person's interest or the, the 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 ability for a person to play another person, so to be another person while being themselves because it started off basically with a lot of lip syncing. Okay, mm. so like so he he drew that comparison. I was like. This is deep, man. <laughs> I wouldn't. And get I'm that. like, who are, who's <laughs> listening to this? <laughs> who, who's not listening? enough people. <laughs> BFM is some quality content. I have to say. Yes, stay there. Who's dudes? <laughs> <laughs> He's losing it. It's, yeah, two, yeah. it's, it's almost three. <laughs> He's half, half asleep. To be fair. Um, yeah. So, you, so you do uh, movie stuff. You've done some pop culture stuff. Um. So, let's start with the movie stuff, man. What are you watching? What do you recommend the people watch? Oh. Um, you should watch William Defoe and Robert Pattinson's The Lighthouse. <laughs> is it a coincidence that William Defoe is in that? Mm, there are a lot of things that <laughs> <laughs> that seem to line up with William Defoe. <laughs> but I've I haven't seen a film in the last decade that you know was such a, just such raw like expression and passion that was brought through in screen because a lot of actors, a lot of hacks, namely Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Evans. This will lead great into the Marvel, Marvel discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, are typecast and they believe, right, I have to inhabit this monkey brain role and this monkey brain role will follow me for the rest of my life. But it helps to be Willem Dafoe because, you know, you can do a lot of diverse things. You can go, like, there, there, is, there are gradients mm. to the way Willem Dafoe acts like Willem Dafoe. Mm. So right now, if you look at Robert Downey Jr., 
no matter what he's doing, whether he's um, Doctor Doolittle or Iron Man, mm. you're like you're just you look upper middle class, and I don't like you. <laughs> but Willem Dafoe in every film he does, <coughs> you no yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. Willem Dafoe looks like he hasn't had a bath in like three months. No, no, he doesn't, <laughs> and I respect him for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a child above wife that's uh, outstanding. Yeah, but you know, unlike Shia, which I do love his work, he Willem Dafoe doesn't really need to really work for it he's just like all right so what version am i doing of me <laughs> am i am i killing spider-man <laughs> like, no you're not impersonation yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a impersonation. great william <laughs> <Dafoe impersonation. laughs> yeah like am i helping an underprivileged neighborhood <laughs> in florida project what am i doing <laughs> like and then you're like, no, you're wailing on, on the guy from Twilight. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait. So what is Lighthouse about? I actually haven't uh, heard about <laughs> what it. What isn't it about? Uh, <laughs> it's not a description. Keep going. <laughs> no, it isn't, but it works for a lot of things. <laughs> give, me, give me a summary, man. What is it? It's uh, a lot of people describe it as the, as the great American myth in which it, it takes place in a very nondescript time. It's set with... Bigfoot. Yeah, <laughs> sort of like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, it's set in a very nondescript time. Like you probably think it's around the late like nineteenth century. It's these two men that are like just trapped in a lighthouse, and there's just a sort of like a supernatural presence mm. about all of it. But I love Robert Edgar's work because he never spells out like the the supernatural stuff. Like there's no Rosemary Baby where people start levitating, but there is a lot of uh, the way the camera angle plays with some of the imagery makes things that look mundane like look like Lovecraftian things like mm. there are shots of like crow sorry not crow seagulls and there are shots of like switch tank we are like that's bad shit man I don't know what it's about <laughs> but that's some bad <laughs> shit okay so that's that's uh, your recommendation your movie recommendation yes um, also I would recommend that people watch Upgrade mm-hmm I mean, no one has been able to do like cyborg fight scenes, right? But Blumhouse, like, what is upgrade? I've not. Oh, it's about okay. It didn't get released in Malaysia. No, it did not. But you can probably find it. (laughs) (laughs) Rumoroid does not condone. (laughs) I mean, I I found it through other means. Sure. (laughs) Speedy lie. You realize you're a movie critic, right? (laughs) I don't think this is good for you. (laughs) Speedy lie. What is speedy lie? <laughs> the speedy lie. I watch YouTube clips lah. International audiences will not get what speedy is. Also, so. Speedy is like our blockbuster. Never mind. It's, it's okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, what about TV movie? series though? What TV series do you recommend? Oh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I've heard actually good things about it, and it's been going on for quite a while. Yeah. But yeah. I've never watched a single episode. Are you serious? You, you've never seen it? I think the reason why is because they were. I think one of the main competitors were The Office. Oh time. yeah, the office. And I was a, I'm a today right now still a big uh, office fan. I mean, I I was a big office fan when I was 13, and I'm still a big office fan now. And they used to like swipe at uh, the office, so I kind of like hmm, screw yeah. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, I know friends who watch the office and Parks and Rec, and we're still good friends to this day. <laughs> and uh, they they told me like, look, okay, if I've watched it. Okay, if no one ever brought The Office to me and I discovered it in yeah. an organic way, yeah. then I would have went, all right, this is a very good show. The writing is pretty sharp. Humor is fairly um, 
it's fairly, you know, it's not lowbrow. It's not quite highbrow. Yeah. But, you know, it's a nice middle it, tier. It, it has a lot of heart. Yeah, it has a lot of heart. Yeah, That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. But I felt almost like I was colonized into liking The Office. Like, I mean, that's a normal thing. Like, there's a uh, you have to watch it kind of mentality. When everyone starts watching something, then you know you need to watch this. When was it big this. though? It was never big. That's the thing. It was just okay. I mean, it was really popular, but not like popular, popular like Friends or or How I Met Your Mother kind of right. popular. But when they put it on Netflix, okay, now it does really well. Yeah, exploded. It yeah. exploded like crazy. And for me, that's an affirmation of my uh, palate. Because <laughs> <laughs> people used to, nobody in high school used to watch The Office. And people used to give me flack for watching it. Yeah, they were busy watching How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, exactly. Everybody was. Yeah. Everybody was. But The Office is, it, you know, the jokes in The Office is just outstanding. <laughs> yeah, they are. Like, it, it plays into a lot of... He says, uh, you know, he imitates yeah. ching chong, ching chong. I mean, it's like, just like things that wouldn't fly. It's, like, it's crazy. <laughs> just for clarification, this is the US one. The not, US, not, not, the, the, yeah, not yeah. the UK one. I mean, the UK one is pretty good, but the US one, I feel, is a lot more accessible yeah, to yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's one. There's so many, but, so many good scenes, but the one that always, for some reason, makes me smile or laugh is there was a, a moment where he realized that he Michael Scott uh, Steve Carell realizes that he doesn't he's broke, and then he he tries his best to save money and then the accountant tells him you know you can just declare bankruptcy and all your debts are settled and he, he has his realization <laughs> so like the guy said you need to declare bankruptcy then he was like that's brilliant that's brilliant then he goes out to the office opens the door I declare bankruptcy <laughs> he shops <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> That's really good, lah. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so uh, 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 always I need in Philadelphia. Yeah. Anything else? Um. Let's see. So, I remember I was following a uh, man in the high castle. That's by Amazon Prime. Okay. And I was really intrigued with the idea of like alternate World War Two outcomes. Mm. I mean, Game of Thrones is over, so we are never getting another good show again. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about that last... Uh, I mean, we're going to go back to the Marvel DC thing, but what do you think about the last season of uh, uh, Game of Thrones? What do you think went wrong? Whoa, yo. I mean... We should caveat. How many of us watched it? Because I didn't. Did you? Hey, you I, don't did. Watch, like, I, I don't did. Know. I did. I did. I did. I did okay. watch it. Uh, yeah. I, I th- you didn't. Because I thought you told me it was like pretty shock factor. and like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I... I uh, when it reached the fourth, fifth season, I thought it had... Uh, it had created a, how do I say it, um, kind of a self-destructive trope. Yeah. They, they they needed to have at every season a shock kind of thing. And yeah. in that expectation in itself makes the shock not shocking. Right. Yeah. You know, so I was kind of like... Uh, we want to die, just kill him off. Let's yeah. this over <laughs> yeah. for dinner. You know, <laughs> and I kind of, I, I remember telling a friend that I had really had a feeling that the last season was going to be bad because they needed the expectation to... You know, shock the whole thing yeah. was too high. They okay. could they couldn't do it, right? And true enough, it fell flat because mm. they they did try to you know have everybody. Like, so basically, die? Like, what 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 can we do to make this crazy and like oh let's put it on a dragon and destroy everything, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> let's let's get the two lovers to like kill each other. You know, it's like yeah. uh, you know that. Let's see an aunt and her and her nephew get it on. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that expounded on in? The final season? Yeah, but they were like, ah, whatever lah. It was not a big deal. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Okay. It was not All a right. big deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, yeah. you, you're getting used to it lah. So, what, what, do you know, do you, do you have any thoughts on why it went wrong? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, 
I'm, I'm just going to say this. Season 4 of Game of Thrones was where it was at its best. I mean, it did all the book plots to solidly. It gave us some of the best character moments. It had such a cohesive uh, flow to it. The thing that I always enjoyed about Game of Thrones was the scale of it because you didn't just have the Starks and the... Sorry, the Starks, the Lannisters and the Targaryens. There were all these little houses. So it created like this sort of like... It was like watching sports. You're like, who's going to win? Yeah. Could, it could be the Greyjoys if they gather enough fleets. It could be uh, the Tyrells because they have amassed so much soft power. Yeah. And there was this this rich like uh, interplay going on. And then by sixth season, like writers are like, yeah, lazy lah, right? All these houses, woman, woman yeah. Let's just chabot lah, some of them. Tyrell, <laughs> gone. Mm. Uh, Baratheon, <laughs> gone. They're like, so what now? We got the wolf people, we got the bad lion people, and we got the dragon lady. That's it. So yeah. at that point, by season six, I was completely tuned off. I was like, so you've basically made this like the dumb sports. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll put it this way. First, the first five, well, five, yeah. The first five seasons of Game of Thrones was meant to reflect geopolitical, like uh, the geopolitical landscape of what like medieval kingdoms look like. It was yeah, based it was like on the, the war. war of roses. Yeah, the war of roses. By the end of it, it was as watered down television schlock as you can get. Yeah, it was pretty much that. So was season five and six in any way? I mean, done according to the books? No. Okay. I I haven't read the books. So I'm not too sure. Stannis Baratheon is still alive. <laughs> so like when so and they were like. No more Stannis. I'm like, so apa pula saya tengok ni? You have to understand there are like two books left. Yeah. yeah and no. they are he still hasn't finished it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and those books are, are extensive. So, <laughs> I mean, the first book was crazy. Yeah. I, I think I tried. It was nuts. Yeah. you can. The funniest, the funniest thing though about the last season of Game of Thrones, if you watch it, is there's this massive war battle scene. But the way they shot it for some reason, because it's basically the confrontation, the final confrontation between the, the light, the fire and the darkness. Yeah. And so they wanted to show the darkness prevailing and it's dark. Okay. So they shot it in a way to kind of, you know, to <laughs> exhibit the darkness. There were lots of memes about that. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody, you know, even when I was watching it, I was just like, What's my eye, my eyes were literally at the screen like, what the heck? He's got, I can't yeah, see anything. Exactly. I felt cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. imagine if I told you like, I'm going to have just the most epic battle ever. And I'm going to put it on screen, but you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, w- then you could be doing a lot of nonsense in the back of what I know. You'd be like milking a cow for like, <laughs> <laughs> Who cares if I can't see it? Oh, man. Uh, what about you, Jeremy? What are you watching now that you think is good? Anything? I'm not watching a lot of things. Uh, this you just, morning you just slapped your brother, who is a movie critic's uh, a face. You have insulted his his industry. It's okay. Like I don't watch things unless I'm told to. That sounds odd. <laughs> <laughs> like he does what? it for a job, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, most of the time I just watch my neighbors. But oh, yeah. nice. Uh, anything interesting? <laughs> might not want to go further. <laughs> Lord, this might not be legal. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's fine. The windows are open. Okay. <laughs> That's the definition of legal. Right yeah, there. yeah. What are windows? Uh, what are, what are windows? For? What are windows for? If, if not to be looked into? <laughs> yeah, that's why I told my last girlfriend. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so Jeremy, anything, anything you're watching that you think yeah. is good? We should probably do an episode of that. What uh, um, dirty money? 
the one that had Najib in it. I don't know if oh, you've yeah, seen yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I watched that. I watched that. Yeah, I don't think it was very well done. I want to kind of pick it apart because it doesn't tell you anything about the financial scandal. It wasn't very well shot. I don't know. I, it left me with like, they just wanted to sensationalize it. So like, yeah, that was something I watched this morning. Were there like oh, experts oh, oh. that actually like talked about Not it? Not really. Properly. There were journalists, like financial journalists, like Tony Pua was on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tony Pua. <laughs> I, you saw me, man. <laughs> Tony Pua wasn't being funny. Yeah, and yeah. Th- there was like some people from Goldman Sachs, I think. Yeah, so... And, and the, the, the Sarawak report... Uh, yeah, so all the important the, people were there, but I didn't think it told a compelling story. Mm. To be fair though, the, it is a complicated subject matter. I don't know how much... You're right, they, they need to sensationalize it because it's a Netflix... Uh, dog, you know, shock yeah. dog kind yeah. of. True I think crime. it became more about him than the crime, yeah. which is kind of odd because you do want to tell both both of those bits at the same time. Yeah, but I think that, him as the person kind of took over that. That is really interesting because actually coming up to this this um, episode, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, but then I thought, nah, it's too deep or whatever. But just just, just to to talk about it, did you all read that thing about uh, Najib having like? Uh, um, like spies. Uh, oh yeah, the Israeli spy tech. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I saw red headlines about that. Yeah, I read headlines about. Yeah, that's not unusual. Correct, correct. So <laughs> I, I, so didn't really read it, but then I was thinking, you know, it's so interesting, and I don't know whether people realize this, how the article is framed. The article is framed. Najib gets Israeli tech company spy on the opposition. All right. Isn't it interesting that everything is framed as Najib did it, but we know. <laughs> This is not someone who's not... I'm not saying he's a dumb guy. Not at all. Yeah. But at the same time, he's not known for his intelligence. He's a, a, a medium, a, a mediocre, average... Do you think he's really manufacturing this by himself? Do you think he's actually doing this by himself? No. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. He the guy reads Super Ring on Facebook. Probably the same. <laughs> <laughs> probably the same. This, this <laughs> dude would have had so many people backing him up. Yeah. He would have had the whole organization. I'm not going to mention what organization it might be, but he would have had a organization, yeah. maybe one he's most affiliated with, <laughs> to support him in, in, in doing this, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's such a shame and a danger because when it comes to elections, for example, people are like, oh no, that was just Najib. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very convenient. <laughs> it wasn't just Najib. <laughs> it was all of them. <laughs> yeah, but people like the idea of great man history like they like to attribute like the rising and falling of civilization and societies and economies to one particular man because it makes it easier to understand reality through that like framing la. So and I think people can understand it more easily also. So yeah. I mean in that documentary, like uh, the I mean all uh, the boss school stuff was like, you know, kind yeah. of weird. I don't know why they left that in and like why they played it up. Like I don't think that was an important aspect of the story. Could, I don't know. Could you expand a bit more on the boss cool stuff? I mean, there are people who are like really like big fans of Najib. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna put it out there. I think some of them are being paid. Mm. You know, I I feel like it's manufactured to some extent. Mm. And it just seems kind of fake. Like I who really likes this guy? He's like kind of pudgy. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't seem to be that charismatic. And that's something the documentary also mm. played up. He said like he was fairly intelligent. I was like, no. No, he's not known <laughs> for that. He is, to be fair, I mean, his dad was known for being really intelligent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, he was known for being a very quiet, reserved, disciplined, but also very intelligent. Also, it's like the Tywin Wan- Lannister of Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In a way. Oh, Najib seems so much cooler now. <laughs> <laughs> because he's like Tyrion. 
It's gonna be memes tomorrow. Right? <laughs> it's gonna be memes. Abolish the politics. <laughs> I I get it now. No, but okay. But to be to be fair though, I don't want to downplay the 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 people sentiment. Who ha- who are, there seems to be. Najib made an amazing comeback. Yeah. <laughs> From everything that he went through, for him to still be in the spotlight and still be accepted by society to a certain sure. extent. Yeah. Look, we, we can't look it we can't look at it through the lenses of uh, urban non-Malays. Yeah. That's I, the demographic that I think he has genuine support. Yeah. I think the people who are showing up at that boss school stuff, mm. that might be manufactured. Yeah, 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 maybe. I, I I agree with that. Definitely the public stuff might be might be manufactured, but I do think that there is a genuine support for yeah, for there's Najib. no doubt. Yeah. Look, I've I've been in a grab before and a guy told me, um, Allah, they ambil duit, they ambil duit lah, pernah buat. Tapi, you know, they tolong kita. Yeah. Orang lain put they ambil duit, tak tolong kita. Wait, who is the kita? Mal- he's talking about Malays lah, you know Malays. Oh, okay, yeah. because I was thinking, when did Najib help me out with my own work? <laughs> <laughs> Not talking about you. <laughs> you know, and they, they they liken it to like, oh, Sultan pun ambil duit. Mereka pemimpin, mereka ambil sikit. Well, maybe people Tapi... should stop ambiling duit. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm not going to go against the monarchy. Daulat Tuanku, okay? I love the king. <laughs> all of the king. <laughs> Can we all just say that? I love the Did king. You, you really need to stop here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I saw the, the, the Joho King's, uh, Joho Prince uh, video with him with the machine guns and the sword thing. I didn't know? see that. <laughs> what was yeah, that? See, you sh- <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You've not seen it? He literally has a video. I, was just, I, just, I didn't know what it was. I just watched the video and it's him walking with a, a backpack. So I thought he was going to do some kind of... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he does a uh, polo and all oh, yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I thought he was going to do something like that. Yeah, yeah right. you know, I thought it was like, going to be like a Putin kind of like, oh, you know, bareback or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but then he goes into this warehouse, opens a bag, takes out machine guns. <laughs> There's a SWAT team with him and they go and do shooting exercises. Okay. <laughs> it's <right>. like, what? <laughs> I, so I don't play. I don't play with Johor Royalty, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't play. Ah, I c- we'll just never go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, for, as somebody who grew up on Call of Duty, that guy is a boss gamer. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to say that, like, if he wants to join like my Overwatch team, yeah. <laughs> we have a spot for Soldier 76 for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but that's the thing. There is a, um, a, a, a problem or concern that the, maybe we can say the Malay, maybe, I don't know whether urban or non-urban people, and they are the majority in the country, they are, they are, they are facing this experience. Mm-hmm. And that needs to be dealt with. Lah. I, yeah, don't know, sure. I don't know how, but it needs to be dealt with. We can't just like, you know, just keep on saying, they actually do it, they actually do it, they actually do it. That's only one part of it. But, you mm. know. No, I mean, it's easy to just like pin it all on a, on a scapegoat so that, Everybody else gets off the hook, lah. So, trying to think how we came to this conversation. Oh, because oh, the of the, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of uh, smoke, uh, you know. Not, yes. not, not it's sensationalizing to some extent, lah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. I think it could have been better executed. I haven't watched all the other, like you know, dirty money like episodes. Mm. That was the only one I've watched. Same. And I was like, it could have been better done. 
Tony Poa's skits on his YouTube channel yeah, better done. That's <laughs> true, though. Guys. Yeah, Tony yeah. Poa did a good job on, on yeah, those videos. Yeah, he did. He knows where some <laughs> extremely well-produced He hemmed videos. it up, la, but you know, it, it, yeah. he got the job done. Dude, he, went, he came in like with a Pink Panther kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> ah, I remember that one. That opening for that one was... Like, oh, like, can you imagine the people who pitched it to him and he was like, yes. <laughs> and I, to think that I well, think most of us it. in this room voted for that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like everyone... like. I go to Salayang, people are like, you know, this is my guy. He still hasn't fit, like, fixed potholes. I'm like, my guy does skits. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what people want. Oh, man. Okay, since everyone's recommending stuff, I, I, I watched recently this series called, um, I don't know whether you all know it, Love. Oh, no. What's it about? It's uh, Judd Apatow is the director. Um, it's it's a Netflix, series. right? It's on Netflix. Yeah, okay. And I watched it because I'm a big fan of Community, the TV series. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Community is good. Okay. So there's one uh, one of the actresses, what's her name? Gillian uh, Jacobs. Mm. Yeah. So she is in love. And then I saw the director was Jared Apatow and I was curious so I watched it. It's three seasons and I was like, Three Whoa. seasons? Three seasons. Mm. I was pleasantly surprised. It's basically a, 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 a romantic series of two people falling in love. Okay. Yeah. But the two protagonists, the guy and girl, I can't remember their names, but the dude is, uh, he wa- he's a writer, wants to be a writer, uh, a, a TV series writer, but he ends up just being on set and teaching tuition to the main actress, <laughs> the girl, the teenage actress. She, she's on like a, some vampire diaries kind of series, whatever. She's a witch or that's what she plays in. So he teaches her. And basically he kind of like hates himself. He's really like kind of like a pushover. He, you know, he he's like, and and he's the real, he's the nice guy archetype. Oh, he's a cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is a cock, I swear. So it's okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> yes, for the people who don't know, a cuck is a type of baby chicken. Uh, he's a type oh of gosh. baby chicken. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm an English go and teacher. It. It, is, it is a word. Okay. <laughs> Just go and Google it. Don't ask us more. And, and he, he falls for this girl who is basically an alcoholic, drug addict, uh, you know, live life to the fullest. Feminist. Feminist, you know, like I'm independent and, you know, I don't need love, blah, blah, blah. And they both fall in love. And it's this complete, like, you know, it's doomed to fail from the beginning kind of relationship. And it's just interesting to see because I've never seen, I mean, I've seen like relationships portrayed realistically. Like there's that movie that uh, Scarlett Johansson and... Uh, oh, Marriage Story. Marriage Story. Marriage Story was yeah. really, really good. Uh, Ad- so good. Adam, Adam Driver. Yeah. That, but that was like really intense. But this series, like Love captured that whole like awkward, like, you know, both both people saying like, you know, I'll be there for you forever. I just want to stare into your eyes and that whole thing. And you just like look at it and you just like, I've been there, so I understand. Okay. But I never realized how ridiculous it was until I saw it <laughs> like portrayed that way. And more than that, it's like this amazing like kind of like uh, introspection about how dishonesty kind of uh, pervades in a relationship. Mm. So the guy yeah. is this nice guy, but actually he's not really a nice guy though. I mean, that's his the the his image. That's what he portrays. And to a certain extent, that's really him. But in his nice guyness, he also adds toxicity to the relationship. Hmm. Like a sense of entitlement and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. He wants, okay. to a certain extent, he wants her to change. You know, and when she doesn't doesn't change, he says, like, you know, I've done all this for you. I've done everything for you. And I, I've been that in the, a position like that in my relationship where I understand that in the sense, in the sense of if you... Uh, do something for someone, but you expect something back. Is it really doing it, doing it for them? Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you say I love you so much, and you I did everything. You know, the moment you say I did all of this for you because I loved you, and you can't even do this. Was that really love in the beginning? 
You get what I'm saying? I mean, depending if you mean like unconditional. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot of like probably, people probably have some theories about reciprocity and how yeah. this should play out in terms of human psychology. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, like coming from, like if you want to talk about like in the most like, in the highest uh, idealized version of it, love basically means to will the good of the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not to impose like your like will on the person, right? It's to will yeah. the good of the other, either through support or through you know gentle correction. Or but it's always in a sort of like there's always supposed to be a very free and independent yeah. comfortability between two parties. Yeah. This becomes a very sort of tit for tat dynamic, whether it's positive or negative. Yeah. And I know people who play Mass Effect and they, <laughs> and they get <laughs> this, this is a great story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, I know people who played video games and I was like, I know how relationships work. Look at all my romance options in Mass Effect. Look at all my romance options in Fallout. I'm like, so I play a lot. I'm like, all right, I know nothing. Tell me all the is to know. You're like, you give them things. You go on side <laughs> missions with them. <laughs> and then you follow them to the mall. Hey man, you're hitting all the love languages right there, man. It's deep. <laughs> And then you always give them the best armor and the best buffs. <laughs> and then they fall in love with you. <laughs> I don't know what I did wrong. I gave her like my highest stat armor. <laughs> you mean your Punisher t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I even did the side mission where I beat up her dad. <laughs> I don't know what more I can do. Yeah, I, but it's, it's it's crazy, man. It's just this this how we like, you know, we this this concept of honesty and how we can be dishonest to ourselves mm. and it, it comes out in a relationship. Even the girl character, she's this like full-on independent, you know, you do you, I'll do me. Mm. But like, you know, I, I'll give you everything, let's have fun. But she has like multiple times where she like, well, not multiple times, but she cheats in, in that relationship. Oh. So like, you know, and this, I've, I can't, in my own life, I've seen this happen with people, you know. So this issue of honesty, I, anyway, I thought it was an amazing series. You guys should check it out. Nice, nice. Pretty good, pretty good. That's oh. not something I usually watch, but <laughs> give it a shot, man. Give oh it, you, you know, and it's funny. It's funny. Okay. But it's and it's funny. Love, right? L O V E. L O V E. Yeah, not, be not a bunch lo- of other like things, movies <laughs> or series that are already called that. So Still better than digital desires, though. Actually, yeah, didn't they Google it at some point? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no one did their prior research. <laughs> or somebody thought it was real funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, mm. That's better. Now I can taste it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um we were talking about uh, TV series. Yeah. We're talking about uh, Tony Stark. We're talking about what's his name? Tony Pua. Uh, <laughs> Tony Pua. Tony Pua, whose who's real, real identity is Tony Stark. <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr. But I felt you gave Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, a bit of. Uh, I give him a flag. Yeah, I mean, when he first did Iron Man, it was pretty um, refreshing. Yeah, it was. There yeah. wasn't really anything like that. But of course, since then, he seems to only be able to play those kind of roles. I mean, if you think back to his Sherlock Holmes movies, yeah, exactly. It doesn't seem so different now. It, it, no, but it just, for his Sherlock Holmes movies, which was post Iron Man, he just did Tony Stark do as Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> sort of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing was, I was willing to give him a chance when he did 2015's The Judge. 
And uh, see, no one remembers that film because I, I remember that. Was okay. I remember that. I remember <laughs> yeah, he was super that. And it wasn't made of iron <laughs> or vibranium or whatever nonsense. He just wore a regular suit. <laughs> and people are like, hey, Tada Art Reactor. That's how people are looking at Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, like, Dr. Doolittle, dear, tapu apa apa pun. There's been, there's been, um, a, I mean, a bit of controversy about that. I mean, it was bound to happen, lah. But yeah. I, I'm surprised that it's it is finally come in that we finally having the discussion whether the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is bad for people in the in terms of their consumption of art. Is it too? Samuel's pretty passionate about this subject. Has it has it reached a McDonald's? You know the McDonald's effect. You know it's tasty. It's quick. Yes. It's um, <laughs> it's fast. I mean, quick fast. Sorry. It's tasty. It's cheap. But it is not good for your brain. Health. It's not yeah. good for your brain. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, go on. Yeah. <laughs> so, do, are you of that position? Oh wow! Uh, oh yeah. wow! Um, he is of that. This position. is the first time since he stepped into the house that Sam seems to be serious. Let's go. <laughs> Speak your truth. This is not like okay. First thing I'll say is I'm not going to discredit the artists and the people who actually work on set and they try to create quality products, but I'm very much against the idea of studio micromanagement and involvement. I mean, I, I get it. It's a little idealistic to believe that every film can be an auteur masterpiece where you bring a singular vision to it. I get it. You can't get that. But over the years, uh, I followed Disney's history, especially with the way they treated like directors like Lord and Miller, Edgar Wright, uh, even Peyton Reed. Disney, okay, like Disney's MCU encourages creativity the same way like your your high school art teacher encourages you to draw a flower with seven petals <laughs> instead of six petals. But there's no real like creative spirit behind it. Like all of them are the same nonsense. They, in fact, if you look at it, they all rely on the same sense of humor, which is bathos, which is basically just over-talking. Mm. Like, I dare you to find one MCU film where they don't play up that over-talking or non-sequitur form of humor. And at this point where you go, wait a minute. Blade. Thor the Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> Thor the Dark World was so terrible they didn't do it. <laughs> I'm sure I could find it in there. <laughs> okay. Blade is not in the MCU. If Blade is in the MCU... I would immediately <laughs> give an MCU a pass. <laughs> like everyone would be they like, "They should bring him in." <laughs> yeah, like, but there has been some like strides in the MCU. Like, sure. like I really respect. Like, yeah. the Punisher was amazing. It gave us our first like mentally challenged superhero, and I loved it. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about the TV series? Yeah, the, the TV series. <laughs> technically, <laughs> in, technically in the MCU, sort of. <laughs> yeah, he's technically in the MCU. So I was like, finally, like the first like mentally challenged like superhero. Because whether he is or not, I feel like he's mentally challenged. <laughs> <laughs> Like John Bertal brings such an energy to it where he's like, I'm oh man, bad, I'm gonna kill everyone. <laughs> you are stutter a bit, I need to work on that. <laughs> but after a while, right? I, I I remember I was talking to my friend after we watched Avengers Endgame and mm. we were we were actually quite excited about it for some weird reason, probably because we were sleep deprived. <laughs> no, you know what it what it is? I've I mean I've I I've I feel the same way in the sense that there's a sense of like what what's the word in English jalak you know like yeah jalak mm. yeah you feel jalak but Endgame was different and I think my theory is because Endgame is really archetypal 
Mm. I think they really had a nice archetypal story in Iron Man because you see there's in the first Avengers movie Iron Man almost dies. Yeah. But that's Iron Man without any responsibilities. He's there's nothing there's no stakes. There's no stakes, you know. It's yeah. just basically a boy. But in Endgame you see the story of a boy who literally has become a man who has embraced his responsibilities, has family. Mm. You know, has something to lose. Yeah. And when he loses that, that's heartbreaking. You know, so I you know, I understand why Endgame was so popular. Because it was because for me in terms of directing and storytelling, I thought Infinity Wars was better than Endgame. Ah, okay, yeah, I agree. I actually like Infinity Wars better than Endgame. Because Infinity Wars had like a like you know like how Star Wars used to be so big and like you know like it has scale, scale. Yeah, yeah, okay. Infinity Wars had scale, but Endgame had that again that heart. You know when 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 you saw mm. him die, right? It, it was it was nice. It was good. Yeah. I don't know how they're gonna bounce back. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. And you know how I know that they're gonna be in uh, trouble. The hype over uh, Kumail Kumail Nanjiani. Everyone was hyping up about him getting ripped. I'm like, guys, if this is what we are looking forward to, <laughs> I'm not sure if that was a separate phenomenon. I don't know. I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, the thing about what Disney likes to do is like they they like to appropriate uh things, but they like to appropriate things that have had long-standing fandoms yeah. who have like this rich texture to them and they have all this fascinating lore. For example, when I heard Guardians of the Galaxy was coming to the big screen, yeah. I actually read up on stuff like Annihilation, the old Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was like, dude, these guys are like badass space pirates yeah. and they actually have a lot of issues to deal with. Namely, like Star- Star-Lord isn't a man-child. Mm. Star-Lord is like... He was pretty serious in the comics. Yeah. And I, and I did like that variant. I was really surprised to see the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, because you out. got me on to Guardians of the Galaxy before it came out, came on the MCU. Yeah. yeah. And you were telling me like, you have to read it. I never read it, but you said, you, know, you need to read it. It's really, really, really good. Yeah. So I was like, when he came out, I was like, oh, okay. But That's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, this is what you got me hyped for. Uh-huh. This is like, this is clown number four. <laughs> like, I have friends say that. <laughs> why do I need you clown? They didn't get the humor. It was really strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then by the second movie, everybody was into it. I was like, mm. everybody had some brainwashing. I, I, I just don't know how long they can keep this up. I mean, people are getting jealous, like, you know. I think they can because it is the same with a lot of commodification. Mm. Like if it's predictable, Mm. You will go in because it's comfortable. It's just sort of the same logic of why people rewatch things. Yeah, exactly. It's so, comfortable. So then, where has DC gone wrong? <laughs> where, where has it gone right? <laughs> that's that's going to be the fun part. <laughs> me, me and Jeremy love shitting on DC. <laughs> that was fun. We, we have... We, one of my best memories is going to watch Suicide Squad oh with God. you. <laughs> and we just trashed. <laughs> because that, there was so many... I remember there was one part we were like, Everybody got an intro except the one guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were like, that guy's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, who is that fella? That's not important. <laughs> and then like, Will Smith, uh, Will Smith wants to run away and then, I mean, he doesn't want to fight. This is the end of the thing. And then suddenly the captain comes up with all the letters from her daughter. Like, <laughs> all this while we've been carrying letters from his daughter. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that was straight up didn't make sense. <laughs> That's what they teach you in the US military. <laughs> Remember to keep all your, your family mail. <laughs> but no, it's somebody else's family mail. <laughs> what? That, that makes you even dumber. <laughs> but guys, guys, guys. Big news, big news. Okay. DC is shooting back. They're firing back. They're going to release something that's going to kick and kill the whole MCU. DCU? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not the cut. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> oh, man. 
I'm waiting for this to come out Dude. because I don't think it can be much different from the original. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Samuel did quite a bit of reading about like the deleted scenes. So you can tell us more. <laughs> okay, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Again, should we look forward to it? No. <laughs> 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 I, there we go okay I, I just want to let you know if you like Justice League or you like Zack Schneider's film I like Zack Schneider's film I like 300 great film about western civilization <laughs> <laughs> so accurate we so need accurate. a podcast about that also. <laughs> and I sort of like his and I saw a like in that sort of like kitschy sort of way his 2009's Watchmen I even watched the ultimate edition but did what, he do Watchmen? he did he, he did. did do Watchmen oh I love Watchmen yeah, yeah Watchmen is great Another, it's a really underrated movie. Exactly, but nobody will watch it because it's too long. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe they will now. La. <laughs> yeah. But right, here's the thing. I've talked to people who are excited for the Schneider cuts, my friends, and then they were all, none of them could tell me anything about writing. None of them could tell me anything about performance. None of them could t- tell me anything about like wha- what really captivated them. They all said the same nonsense. Eh, the dark side's in it. Yes. So why? <laughs> they're like, hey, I heard Martian Manhattan will be there. So I heard like a cow juggling like seven chickens will be in there. Who cares? <laughs> they're like, no, no, no. Dark side. I was like, so why? <laughs> so we've created like, we've created this whole culture around intertextuality. And mm. like intertextuality is basically the idea that a text derives value based on its connection to other texts. And this mm. is how and the MCU built up its reputation. And this is why it's such a money-making monster mm. because of all its like intertextual like, connection. This is why it is mandated at the end of every MCU film that there be some sort of tease. Mm. Even at the end of like Avengers Endgame, I'm convinced that whole hammer-hitting thing wasn't just a homage. Mm. It's some sort of tease. Yeah. Because it all creates this like intertextual value. So even if you don't, get like a quality film, you will at least like get a setup for something big down the line. If Iron Man comes back again as a clone, as a ghost, okay, maybe a, a ghost. hologram. No. Ghost can lah, but... No, they're doing the hologram thing. There were, there were headlines about that. Yeah, they're, you're probably going to do the Iron Heart Okay, thing. still can, but yeah. if it's a clone, <laughs> all right, if it's a, a, a ship, uh, a shape, uh, shape pull if it's a shape shifter, <laughs> if it's a, scroll. a resurrected Iron Man, <laughs> no, I'm done. I, I'm protesting. I'm not going to watch it. I'm done with the comics annoy me to no end when they do these things. <laughs> all right, if the movies do it, I'm out. I'm out. This is a reminder of like that death of Superman, like that that short bit on yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on YouTube about yeah. how like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. supposedly it would have killed comics, but comics is still around. Yeah, yeah la, Like nobody cares, <laughs> but people. Okay, I feel like people enjoy novelty, and this is why they will watch things like the Schneider Cut. They will watch it for intellectual value. They will watch it for novelty sake. But there is no actual like artistic vision or execution that is worth appreciating. Yeah, if, I'm gonna watch it for laughs though. Yeah, if it's yeah, oh, yeah definitely. same. <laughs> if it's it bad, laughs. if it's if it's bad, I not not to laugh at the movie, to laugh at the people who are so hyped for it. No, I'm laughing at the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? going to be bad. <laughs> What's that? I'll comment that famous uh, my man, my man, my man. So uh, like that's the only like response you can give to DCU people who look down at MCU people saying, yeah. oh, DCU has these rich ideas of like the problem of evil as seen in Batman v Superman and you just go, my man. <laughs> my <laughs> yeah. There is oh. that. Uh, but you know that, but DC, I mean, their animation, their animated series are a lot better. Have you all watched Apocalypse? 
You mean Apocalypse? Wait, Apocalypse. It's Apocalypse War. Yeah, mm. Apocalypse War. The yeah, yeah. I, I watched that. I didn't mind it so much. It was okay. It was okay. Um, it's. I mean, it's. The, but it's the same trope of you know. It has to be gritty. I'm just like. And this re- they started swearing. I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> it was like you're a asshole. I'm like, okay, this is really not. <laughs> no, but it, it. There's been a trend. Like they did. Um. Uh, what's that? The uh, son of Batman, like that. They did. Uh, no, but also the the crazy one was the Joker one. Uh, a killing joke. Killing joke. Yeah. Because I have I have the killing joke. The comic. It's upstairs. Okay. And let me tell you, there's no scene of Batman hooking up with Batgirl. <laughs> that was added in. Yeah. Because they needed Why? to pad it out. <laughs> Why? More stakes? I don't know. Sex sells, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a feeling that they, they just wanted to see really? Batman hook up with Batgirl. Who wanted that? <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I wanted to see, you know, yeah. like joke, like the Joker's like pain origin story, and you know, I hated the fact that they never bothered to address the fact that Joker even said like one way I remember my history, one way the next I forget it, and it's probably another way. If I want to have a history, I prefer it to have multiple choice. Mm-hmm. That's never really acknowledged. So like, you know, the Joker, I love Joker. It was yeah. good. It was really, I was surprised. I thought it was overhyped, but then when I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is good. Yeah. And um, that's because you can see the genuity. It's not trying to be something. It's not. It is a, a dark movie. Yeah, it it's, is. It's not an MCU movie trying to be gritty. It is gritty. Yeah. You know, that's it. But of course, and you know how, you know it's actually gritty, like because people don't get it. <laughs> like I was in the cinema, and then you can just see people, like you know he was like really thin and the bones are protruding out a bit, yeah. and then you can just hear people like, "Kenapa dia kurus macam tu? Tapi makan dia tak makan nasi ya? Jeez, wah, kenapa macam tu? Why, why, yeah, why that thing was pretty crazy? Why a robot? I don't know if people are asking that lah. Oh man. You didn't see the train. Abang, what a robot? Superman tak datang what Superman? This film was, was a deconstruction of class struggle <laughs> and mental health. <laughs> and all they were wondering was, where's the end credit scene? That I expected. It's brilliant though. It's One of them, like I had a friend watching me, he whispered to me, dude, this guy has like serious mental issues. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, and especially that last scene when he's on the show, right? I mean, spoilers, but you know, and you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Know, I don't know why, but after that, I just kept on playing that scene on YouTube. I don't know why, just the he, the way he acted it out, it's just like, I don't know, it's something so like, enti- like it really pulls you in. Yeah. Like the way he moves his body. I haven't seen it, by the way. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. What? I've seen like clips and like, yeah. I haven't seen it. Why haven't you seen it? I don't know. Just haven't found it. You took time to watch Suicide Squad. You didn't think that was a joke. <laughs> I didn't go to theater. I forgot what I was doing back then. Okay, okay. I then, was busy. Then, then, then let's not talk about it too much. But anyway. Um, the other thing that's happening in comics now is Batman and Catwoman are together. Yeah. Wait, uh, wait, what? Yeah, yeah Tom man. King... Was it Tom King? Yeah, I think yeah, Tom King. Tom King has been teasing out this whole thing throughout the years that like Batman and Catwoman would get together, but then they... In ca- the comic... No, wait. In the comics. Yeah. In the comics. Weren't they, they married in the comics already? No, they no, were no. going to, but then I don't think they Yeah, Catwoman walked out of him at the altar and then like turns out 
at the end of it, I was like, why did Catwoman like do pull a How I Met Your Mother on? <laughs> <laughs> on but Batman? I'm just thinking if Batman and Catwoman get married, isn't it a kind of like crossbreeding? <laughs> <laughs> What, they gonna, don't think so. Their child's going to be bad cat? <laughs> <laughs> no. Their <Terrible>. child. <laughs> and especially with the their Wuhan. going to be neglected. With, 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 with the COVID and the Wuhan and the bats and everything. <laughs> is the Batman franchise in danger? Um, <laughs> you, they got cured for that. Lah. You billionaire. Lah. You come figure out it out. Lah. <laughs> They'll figure it out. <laughs> you, you all live in the cave. It's okay. <laughs> oh, quarantine. Man. Quarantine. <laughs> Go in the cave. Okay, I have this theory. Yeah. I think it's a bit... I feel like it's a prophecy. Like I, I was telling you guys before this, I feel like I'm the Nostradamus of our time. Yeah, you can keep repeating that, no problem. <laughs> I have... This thing is just stuck in my mind. I don't know why. And I, I want to I lay it down for you guys. Tell me whether it sounds good. Okay. Or it sounds proper. All right. I think the Disney Corporation are the progenitors of the new third world. The new, the new world. world. The new world order. The new world. Sorry, the new world order. <laughs> the what third world country are you gonna <laughs> are you gonna wipe out? <laughs> like Bob gonna, Iker goes, I new, don't like Africa. <laughs> new world order. Okay. They are the harbingers of uh, the apocalypse. And I have a theory or a prophecy mm-hmm. that Walt Disney is gonna rise from its cryogenic chamber. He's going to re—he is going to reclaim his Disney castle, <laughs> sit built. on his throne, yeah, activate the Disney worlds as his military platforms. All right, he's already militarized, desensitized, and weaponized the children who have been going to this app, those parks, and those. What do you think all those things are? It's so that they are ready to go on the airplanes and shoot people down. Oh my goodness. That's what all the roller coasters are about. Oh. He is going to conquer the world. Everyone will be his subject and worship the Red King. Mickey. <laughs> Lord Mickey. <laughs> I've, I've gone that far, but at the same time, I see a glimmer, a chosen one. I see someone who will rise and fight back. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Paul Giamatti is the chosen one. He will fight back and he, I hope, will vanquish Walt Disney. This, is, this feels a lot like the conspiracy theorists. <laughs> Anti-Semites will come out. Lots of things. You know? Are we only safe from him, from Walt Disney in Israel? Because I know he doesn't like Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I know is Paul Giamatti is our saviour and we need to send people to protect Paul Giamatti from the robots Walt Disney is going to send from the future to kill him. Isn't Paul Giamatti the fat guy from Shoot Him Up? <laughs> <laughs> and Big Fat Liar or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think Billions is that. Billions, oh yeah, to be fair, he did Billions. Yeah. Hey, but Paul Giamatti is a good actor. Yeah, like he, is a, he is, a is a good actor. Yeah, but he's not going to save the world. <laughs> How do you he know? He can't even <laughs> save his career. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys agree? Yeah, Disney? Uh, yeah. Look, Disney has taken... Yeah. Look, talk. let's talk about it. Disney has... What have they, they've, they've got ESPN, I think they're 80% of mm-hmm. ESPN. Yeah, they do. They've got Fox. They've got, except for Fox, New, Fox News and Yeah, Fox. They, don't, they don't want that. They don't <laughs> want that. That means they have The Simpsons, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they have do, the, Simpsons. They have the Simpsons. And I That's think it's going crazy. on Disney Plus. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then they have, uh, what else? They have Lucasfilms. They have My Apes Movies. They do? Yeah, they do. They're oh, going to okay. develop more monkey, <laughs> Messiah monkey movies with West Ball. <laughs> nice. Giamatti can be in that one too. <laughs> <laughs> oak, Oak, we need to start thinking about our future. Oak, Oak. 
Look, it's more than What is that a depression of? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like, let's say. Animal sound. Let's say this is. Let's say this is a thing. Come on, I went to monkey church already. Ook, ook, give me a break. You're killing me. I should not let you script this. <laughs> no. They have, they have Pixar. Yeah. yeah. You know, what? they have Marvel. But, yeah. you're, but you're describing a lot of these like mega conglomerates. No, but you know that they have to have some money in some weapons deal somewhere. <laughs> it's like, it has to be the case. I'm, I remember there was this rumor. Like, I, I, yeah. I can imagine boxes of Disney DVDs going to, you know, like South African countries <laughs> and underneath those DVDs, I machine guns. <laughs> I think the DVDs will look suspicious because nobody has them. <laughs> True, fair I think um, Disney actually approached like James Cameron uh, after they made Terminator and they asked, how much for one? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, dude, it's a movie. <laughs> yeah, but let's say, do you think you could make one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In theory, could you make <laughs> Could you make it in the image that, of Do we Mickey? need to have a real Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> do you need a clone? <laughs> what do you need? I want him to be child friendly. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. Yeah. The only chink in Marvel's armor that I've seen so far is Venom. That's not. That's because it's not them. It's Sony, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's Sony. Yeah. They didn't collaborate at all with Marvel. They like, do. They they had. They are working some sort of deal to share Spider Man. No, that's done already. Yeah, that's yeah, but done. How, Tom, uh, what what that guy Tom Hardy cried? Tom Hardy, Tom, 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 Tom Hardy is crying. Tom, Tom is crying. Tom Hardy is crying. No, no, no. The thing is, I was so disappointed because Tom Hardy is such a great actor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what happened with with Venom? What are you, what are you talking it about? Was bad, it was a bad script. Was a Venom. Bad script. What do you mean Venom was great? I Venom mean, was good fun. <laughs> it was so it, stupid. It was insane. None of the plot made sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, that's why it's great. The rich billionaire guy said things and it didn't mean anything. Have a nice life. <laughs> the relationship between Venom and Tom Hardy is so weird. Like, don't know what the heck is going on. I think... I need to eat people. I need to eat people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry. What the and heck? He, and then he doesn't... Uh, and there are points in the movie where he doesn't need to eat people. He can eat nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> you see, Venom is... Uh, a shadow is the shadow self of Tom Hardy's alcoholism. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so whenever like Tom Hardy struggles with his alcoholism, he's like, "I need to talk this sock puppet." <laughs> 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 like, like Tom Hardy was great in Peaky Blinders, and you all watch Peaky Blinders. He's amazing. The Jew, the Jew, yeah. fantastic. He just whack people up for no reason. Fantastic, Always in this incomprehensible accent. Oh, Peaky Blinders is great as well. The only reference for his acting range that Samuel showed me is the Bronson clips. Oh. Have you seen Bronson? No, I haven't. He gets naked, butters himself up, and uh-huh. he whack people up. Most Sounds like what he does with Shia LaBeouf on a normal day anyway. What's <laughs> 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 oh. all the best clips and some of the best acting I've ever seen. Yeah, he's crazy. Now. He's yeah. crazy. But I think in real life, so you can tell by when he does interviews. He, he Isn't he a bit reserved? In some no, no. Things? In his interviews, like if you really piss him off. He has an insane oh. like hour cube. And I think he went to prison and all that. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Will, hmm. he will be like, like if you ask him a question like, so Tom Hardy, how do you feel about candy? What sort of candy? <laughs> <laughs> huh? 
<laughs> Let's not make this political. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not make this <laughs> I'm gonna go watch those interviews now. <laughs> and it'd be so funny if there's like a Spider-Man Venom crossover because Tom No, Hardy, Tom Hardy is huge. Tom Holland kind of small. <laughs> and their personalities are so different. <laughs> Tom Holland is like squeaky clean. Like literally the reason why I mean the story is the reason why Sony and Marvel managed to patch things up is because Tom, Tom Holland drunk that. <laughs> Tom Holland drunk that. What, Bob Iger? Yeah, Bob Iger. And started crying. <laughs> He's like, please, man. <laughs> Don't leave me alone. <laughs> the, the people need this, man. I need this, man. <laughs> And Bob was like, I, I don't understand. You still have your deal, Sony. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to stay with my drunk mom. Please, dad, take me home. Patch things up with mom. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, That's crazy, though. So, Marvel. Yeah. So, Marvel or DC? What are you? I'll still keep watching both of them. I mean, I watch DC for the laughs. Okay, no, but in terms of the brand, if you had to pick a brand, which brand would you pick? Marvel. Marvel. I like McDonald's. Uh. I like consuming my media oh, that okay, way. okay, okay. <laughs> I like DC. Oh, but this includes comics, oh, everything. T- animated TV especially series. Especially the comics. Animated TV series, <laughs> comics, oh, okay. everything. Marvel or DC? The brand as a whole. Still Marvel. Still Marvel? DC, nobody's at the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody can be at the wheel. <laughs> That's the exciting thing no, about they, DC. No, but they have main guys. I think like, what, what's the guy's name? Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Jones? Jeff Jones. Is the guy who wrote Doomsday Clock. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's done some good work. He 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 did the Green Lantern. Well, the Green Lantern universe was great. Oh, that was that was fantastic. I read yeah. all of it. Everything from the War of Light, the Blackest. But I think Night. It, there was at one point it went off the rails. Mm. Yeah, but after Blackest Night or Whitest Day, like it started going <laughs> off the rails a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were going on about the first Lantern. Yeah. And then that was when I was like, eh, it's okay. It's it's mm. it's still fun. Mm. I mean, I enjoy it for what it is, but I feel like. DC has a very like fixed cosmology and it has very, very like clear patterns of what it is. But Marvel, they're still trying to figure out their cosmic landscape. Mm. And it's very, very confusing. But to be fair, I think their formula is like fair like fairly okay. Mm-hmm. They'll just have like the characters progress like one notch above and crossover. One notch above crossover. I think they live for that crossover and I consume the crossovers. But ah, okay, and, and, okay. and to to be fair, in terms of the comic landscape, Marvel has a much more developed um, interstellar universe compared to DC. Like with DC, there's only the Green Lanterns and mm. the New Gods. Yeah. And the New Gods come from that, the, what, the Jack four, Kirby. Yeah, they come from the four. Who's form. a Marvel guy, basically. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, but besides that, nothing. But whereas for Marvel, they have like, for example, the adventures of like, for example, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. They could send the X-Men into space. They yeah. did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is great. They conquer moons. <laughs> There's a whole thing going on the moon. And <laughs> They're creating uh, mutant North Korea. Yeah. Then you have some crazy trippy things like the Celestials who people, I still don't understand what they are. They are you probably all, read it once and yeah. forgot about it like the Maybe. day after. The yeah. Celestials are like overbearing Come Asian on, parents. Come on, don't the <laughs> Celestials look That's weird? That's the analogy. Yeah, no, they do. They look like really distant. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like they just come, they suddenly come out, stand like huge and just look at you and don't say anything <laughs> and then just destroy everything. Yeah, like, hey, I already evolved you. Why didn't you do well in school? <laughs> <laughs> they don't even say that. They just stand there and judge you. <laughs> you, you didn't mark up. You didn't. <laughs> it's like, so they're like, I, I made this city. And you're like, sorry lah, not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Bad city. Yeah. So I think for me, um, I, in terms of the brand, I still prefer, um, DC. 
Because I think I like the myth. I think they've developed the mythos a lot better than Marvel. No, I think it's the care. I mean, for me, it's the characters. You learn, you learn a lot more about the characters. Yeah. Right. So like, I think people like Batman because it's probably a really fleshed out character. Yeah. And there are people who who think they know Batman, and that's why they go to the movie theaters and like, that's not Batman. It's, and DC really has developed that as opposed to like Marvel. Why it might have made for really good movies is because it was a complete blank slate. Nobody yeah. could really say like, you know, was Tony Stark kind of cocky? You got that sense from some of the books, but I think they Marvel developed a lot of its character from interactions rather than character moments. Mm-mm-mm. So it's, it is a bit different and translating onto the big screen, Marvel, well, I can only guess they knew what they were doing with the, with the property. Yeah, again, Captain America is a blank slate for Marvel to do what they want. In fact, I you could start swearing tomorrow and like, mm. I'm like yeah, yeah, sure, we could mm. go with that. They probably have a chalkboard that just says Captain America. What's his character? Likes America. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man. What's his character? Smart. Likes women. Smart. <laughs> Thor. Long hair. <laughs> Dumb guy. Well, no. We, Thor, Thor, Thor is a bit problematic just because Thor is based in Greek mythology. Uh, not Greek mythology. <laughs> Norse, mytholo- 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 Norse mythology. Yeah. yeah, but those don't necessarily have like... Necess- I mean, I don't think there are enough stories that will pin him down in popular culture. Sure, so sure. you don't expect Thor to be a certain way when you watch him on a screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DC have old, old characters. Yeah, like one thing that I was, like I wanted to see in uh, Avengers was Captain America go up to Nick Fury and go like, huh, you guys are in charge of things now. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's because old and timey. Isn't because it? he's from 1945. <laughs> I want some casual oh, yeah. racism. <laughs> <laughs> and then I want him to walk up to Thor and be like, oh, now this is a real yanker. Where are you from? New Jersey? <laughs> I am from Asgard. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's <is> a trip. <laughs> okay, but I have to say, Heavy Thor was a delight. Hmm? Heavy Thor was a delight. Oh, the fat <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be nice, but how I say it? <laughs> trying to be politically correct. <laughs> fat Thor was super funny. Uh, he, I mean, I think it worked for his character arc. Yeah. I, no, I think it's because the contrast of, you know, he's known for being this super fit, buff yeah. guy. Yeah. And then suddenly that whole <laughs> thing, I think the contrast made it really funny. I mean, that's a type of humor, right? When you, you have two, like, really... Con- yeah, it's, it's the type of humor I find a family guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it worked in that context because there were plenty of like moments they could set up in the movie and then knock it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They yeah. they set up so many of them. Like if it was just a small run, like you couldn't watch a whole movie of Fat Thor. No, you couldn't. Get away you couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't. I'd be like, even I'd go like, hey, leave fat people alone. La. What's, <laughs> your, what's your problem? <laughs> but here's the thing. The only reason I don't quite like Fat Thor mm. is because I was sitting next to a guy who was laughing way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would say things like, ah, he's fat. And then I'm, <laughs> and then I'm like, and, now, and at some point you're like this is just malicious now. <laughs> <laughs> and then like he would start like jabbering it's like he start nudging people around him and yelling he's fat <laughs> that's oh, when man. I go oh, yeah. it would be ironic if that was a fat person was it a fat person? no it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. that's unfortunate then <laughs> okay. I, I started off with those uh like I think we were too young for like the Batman animated series, the Superman animated series. I think I did watch them on TV. Yeah, we watched. I think it was way too intense for. I don't know many. I, I remember enjoying them. I'm not. I don't remember any of the bit. The yeah. bit, the bits though. Like. I I remember vibing really strongly with X Men. 
X-Men Evolution? Uh, no <laughs> No <laughs> But Evolution no. was about the age That we were watching it Yeah No X-Men oh, Evolution was When we were in our late teens yeah. But X-Men The animated series Which was fantastic It was pretty baller That, oh. that was when we were In primary school oh. Yeah that was on Public television I think yeah, We didn't no, need Astro it, To watch it you No, know, But it was on Astro as well It was on Star, okay. Star World I remember Wow okay It was on Star World Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember Because I used to watch it I didn't watch it On the TV Because it was always Malay dub <laughs> No it was Some of them I don't think it was <laughs> I don't think it was You're remembering That differently <laughs> <laughs> But Um Um oh, then after that, of course, the next thing was like the Teen Titans, the oh, Justice so cool. League, Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, those were good. Those were good. Dude, uh, those those were some of the best television shows. They should have just made those movies. I think we talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. If they made those movies, people would go and watch it over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think when you don't really understand. I think when you're a new person coming in, and you don't appreciate the subject matter. <laughs> It just it just doesn't come off. Of, it's not that difficult to make something that a consumer would want. Yeah, I feel the same way about Star Wars. I mean, to, to that point though, I think it's interesting that they got that kind of freedom because I think they went into it with the mindset that kids won't understand any of this. Mm. And so we have a blank slate to play around with whatever we wanted. Yeah. And so they told the, the story like they wanted to tell yeah. and they were not constrained by will our audience understand this? Yeah. Because ultimately... Yeah. Like it or not, these were all commercials to sell toys. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were all commercials to sell toys. There's a wonderful episode where Batman, uh, they do a flashback for, it was, the, I think, the ending of the last episode of Justice League or Justice League Unlimited. I can't remember. Yeah, the yeah. flashback for Terry McGuinness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do that. How Batman, she, how uh, oh, Amanda... How going to be a Batman because she like... Yeah. Rebrought his DNA? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. But they, they show that the soft side of Batman and he basically he comforts the girl before she dies. Oh, that, an that was or really something. sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was some good quality writing back in the day. I don't know what the kids are watching now. <laughs> I mean, You're watching Young Justice. Well, to be fair, Young Justice is not bad. It's Young Justice okay. is not bad. Hello, no, I think the first, we, first, hello, <laughs> the first season was good. The first season was good. First season was good. It's the best retort to anybody <laughs> watching it now. I think the first two seasons were good, then the third season was bad. Third season got really bad. Whereas when I watch the Marvel yes. cartoons that the um, kids are watching, damn. That one is really, it's a toy it's, commercial. Yeah, those are for kids. Like, you want to see Thanos without his shirt? You've got Thanos <laughs> with his shirt, we've got Venom Thanos, we've got Thanos in a red shirt. No, they do all those like, like <laughs> Spider-Man clips where the guy, Spider-Man talks to the crowd like, hey guys, oh, like, you know, <laughs> no, what's going on here? Uh, yeah, but let's try to put ourselves in the shoe of an executive who has a disengaged daughter who doesn't want to talk to him and a wife who does not want to touch him. Yeah. He yeah. goes like, and let's imagine there are a bunch of writers in the room like, sir, what should we work on? I don't know. <laughs> Just like it when you talk to them on the TV. Back in my day, no one talked to me on the TV. <laughs> so just have him look at the screen, yammer on like the dumb millennial he is. I wish my daughter would talk to me. Got, got it. Fourth wall breaking humor. <laughs> what else, sir? Yeah, maybe you could call out my wife. Relationship problems. <laughs> got it. Uh, I like the purple guy. I think he's he's cute. The purple guy, Thanos. <laughs> oh, yeah. I suddenly thought about gargoyles for some reason. The oh, the gargoyles are so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember the gargoyles. Yo, man, I I wiped with gargoyles and I don't know why. It was too serious for me. I was like, oh, who who writes something like that for Disney? <laughs> you know what? The, Actually, yeah, that was kind of strange for Disney. It was a strange, season, but it's on uh, Disney Plus now. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's super. It's, it's on Disney good. Plus. Yeah. Everybody wanted more seasons, but it never came. They got something happened. I think the 
what they got more of was the what the what's it? the Scrooge McDuck no <laughs> Ducktales they got more Ducktales yeah you get more Ducktales people were raving about it I watched the first episode I don't get it <laughs> <laughs> I just no. legitimately don't understand why people were excited they Damn. they want to live up like their bourgeoisie fantasies through it where they're like I want to dive into a pool of money too <laughs> <laughs> no but I, to be fair I think it's a lot of uh, nostalgia nostalgia is selling like crazy right now yeah it is have you been seeing all the panels they've been doing online like it's Everything has a panel now. I watched the panel of a Goofy movie. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I watched the Goofy movie. <laughs> but okay, can I just say, I, I did really enjoy the Goofy movie when I was young. Sure, as a kid, The maybe. music was good. The songs were Yeah, the music was not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I but I didn't side with the kid though. The kid was terrible. So <laughs> <laughs> I sided with Goofy on Say, why are you laughing that much? A Goofy movie was a decent movie, okay? It was well done. All right? They had good music. Okay, plot-wise, nothing fantastic. <laughs> but they had good music, alright? What song? <laughs> no, they had two. Yeah, two, two songs. songs. <laughs> that were good. I'm, I'm, the, 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 if we listen to each other hard one, oh, and yeah. then stand <laughs> out. <laughs> because I had friends who were just like drunk off their gods and they were like, dude, dude, let's watch a goofy movie. <laughs> and I was like, let's not. <laughs> what so, was the line? If we look into each, if, if we, we look into each other's hearts, if we listen to each other's heart, then we'll find that we were never so different of our part, blah, 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 yeah. liberal spiel. You <laughs> should always just learn to hug one another. <laughs> that shouldn't hit their children. You should not rewatch it. <laughs> just I, leave it as it is. A memory. Uh, but anyway, they have a panel and the reason why they're doing all these panels is because they're they trying They did a recent panel. Yeah. Wait, Roxanne was on there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, it was not just three people. It was like eight people. <laughs> it was like, they had everybody. Oh, it. Like Apparently, the Goofy movie is a, has a cult following. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Samuel is one of them. <laughs> I, I just I just want to know, when you say cult... <laughs> <laughs> like literally, they worship the dog god Goofy. Ah, okay. All right. Okay, that I understand. If you're saying like, there are a bunch of middle-aged adults who still like a Goofy movie, I go, that's a little weird. I <laughs> feel triggered because I do actually like... I mean, I haven't watched it, but I, I have fond memories. I don't think it'll age well. <laughs> I don't think... But it was well. but it was made for me. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like I what's what's the young dog name? Uh, the the younger dog's name? Pluto. <laughs> Pluto. Pluto, right? No, no. Like the talking younger dog one. Or Max, the friend, Max. the friend, the friend. No, Max. no, the son, man. The son, man. Oh son, man. Yeah. Or oh, the friend is Pete. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot who yeah. his dad was. <laughs> his dad was a real dingus way. A real jerk off. And that was the guy with the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lisa. <laughs> I, I did. Pizza. <laughs> His characters are great. La. I've never seen that guy's parents. <laughs> I don't think he is a, in. I don't think he's in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's just some college kid that was like, I hang out with these guys. <laughs> the cool thing is though, they never had. I I I mean, no, I thought it was cool. They didn't have a a, a mom character for. <laughs> Four, four. That led to the mystery. Like, I mean, <laughs> who's the mom? Oh, is this anthropomorphic dogs? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was always the it was always an implication that Goofy got around, lah. <laughs> and we we always knew that, I guess. <laughs> was it Minnie? Was it Daisy? We'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. Nah, Disney's not, not about to answer that question for <laughs> you. <laughs> the kid audience couldn't handle it. A lot yeah. of panels. I, I saw a community panel. Oh, wow. Um. I mean, but community has always been. They've always had six seasons in a movie. 
Guys, Rick and Morty, have you all watched? Yes. It's, I don't know. I don't think it's... Yeah, I it's, don't think it's going well this season. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, I don't think it's going well at all. I think it's because they got like... They probably had like a contract that said like they had to do another 100 episodes and they were thinking to themselves, we have to do 100 episodes. Yeah. And like it's just... it's it, The same happened to Black Black Mirror, I think also happened. Mm, yeah, they wanted yeah. to sign up for like a million more episodes and they were like... We can't do a million more episodes. They do three episodes per season. <laughs> yeah, they used to do that. And I think it was better when it was there. Yeah, yeah because, you know, I because I'm sure the Black Mirror process is here are 18 episodes yeah. that we've already like had a conceptual idea for. Mm. Pick three of the best. And you got three of the best. Now it's like we, want we have six because <laughs> we were made to make six. We don't care if they are good. Yeah. Just make the six. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> the passion's yeah. just all drained out. It's like, it's, it's, I feel it's, and a problem with over intellectualism, it seems like they're trying to be smart for the sake of being smart. Um, yeah. I think they're trying to tell more. I mean, the themes are technically more interesting, but that's not what I'm there for. Yeah. It, the thing is, it's not funny. I mean, it's a bit, it's smart a little bit, but it's not funny. It's not entertaining anymore. No, I, yeah. I, 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 okay, I just want to ask you a question. Is the reason why you don't, okay, because a lot of Rick and Morty's humor derives from uh, four things. Absurdism, mm. it's rampant anti-theism. Yeah. It's not even atheism, it's just anti-theism at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This season, no, last season, Fusions was, I would consider this season anti-theistic. Yeah. They've taken it a, a step further yeah. this season, yeah. They have a lot of scientism. Like scientism is sure. very prevalent in that show, which yes. is fun. I like like when they talk about the scientific and the. Can I just say this stuff. season, Morty literally wrestles, fights God. Yes, they. No, you mean you mean Rick? Rick. Oh, sorry, Rick. Rick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Rick. Like, like blow a hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rick literally fights <laughs> with God and kills God. Yeah. yeah. Well, with some help, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> some help. Uh, we're not going to spot the whole thing. You sure, sure, watch sure, it. sure. Yeah. yeah. And then they have some political satire, which is which is okay. Mm. And they have the deconstruction of family values and all that. But here's the thing. Humor is powerful when it is subversive. Mm. But now we live in such an age that like endorses like scientis- scientismic and anti-theism. So sure. when I see this, I'm like, this isn't funny. Like if I lived in a super like Christian age, then sure, this would be funny. But now mm. you're just like, like you're just um, propping up the status quo. Yeah. And humor loses its power when it's merely propping up the status quo. Yeah, it's funny when you're challenging the status quo. Mm. And yeah, like, exactly. But I didn't mind those episodes where they were like just redoing Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like that's okay. It seems to have skewed away from that and heavier into the themes, which I didn't understand why it would. I don't see this deconstructing anything really. You know, like that's yeah. the beauty of like, for example, community. Yeah. They deconstructed <laughs> the genres really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, and so like when you watch it, you're like, I never thought about it in that way. Like, damn, that's how they like, you know, you can, when you take one setting and manufacture, like for example, you take a Western and you put it in a campus setting, then you really yeah. see the Western because you can like, <laughs> con- you can, you know, uh, compare it. But I don't, I'm when I watch it this season, I'm like, not like, wow, I never thought about it that way. It's like, yeah, nah, okay. Yeah, it's all pretty old hat at this point. Ah, all right, so we have another 10 minutes that we're going to wrap up because <laughs> the last time we went too long, two hours, two hours, we agreed to cap it at one, thir- one hour, 30 minutes. Now, Sam, I want to talk to you about something specific. Now, oh, yeah, here at Ruma Roy, we take this podcast really serious. Really serious. We take it really seriously. <laughs> we are here for the scoop. Uh, we are here, you know, some people call it gotcha journalism. I don't. And um, I haven't read this, by the way. So yeah, this is all me, all my research. I read your stuff. I listened to your podcast. So you did an episode on BFM. 
where you said, and I quote, <laughs> talking about TikTok. You're actually being quizzed about this. <laughs> where is it? Oh, God. <laughs> okay, you, I have you saying on, about TikTok, I quote you, it is rarely insightful, mostly for a goof or a gaff. And you later say, it's not going anywhere soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's staying. <laughs> so, I want to ask you, I, with the boom of TikTok, I think they have 800 million people. Samuel Lim, are you ready to apologize? Retract your statements. Apologize to the TikTok subscribers, the TikTok community, to the Malaysian society and the world at large. Rome had hubris. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you you admit to your downfall? <laughs> no. I'm not the Visigoth that's going to bring down Rome. TikTok. Oh, I see. I'm not Alaric. Oh, I see. Oh, so TikTok is Rome. <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. You can you you can be proud of your of your many achievements now, but at the end of the day, you know, somebody's going to come along with something dumber and you <laughs> and you're gone. So what happened to Vine then? Vine? Okay. Yeah, to, you know, to be fair, yeah. Sam made some honestly that those that those BFM segments that he did with uh Ford was really, really good. Like one of the things that Sam said was um, for example, the problem with TikTokers is the transition out of TikTok. Because <laughs> once TikTok dies, they have there's no platform. Whereas with Wine, there was a transition to YouTube. Mm. And the YouTubers were such that they had a skill set they could apply in different platforms. Whereas TikTokers have a specific <laughs> what are you going to do after? Are you going to go on stage <laughs> and lip sync and point at things on stage? What are you going to do? Let me a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> Where, like if you have no green screen, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, I think TikTok are, are not bad people inherently. Of course not. No one, Sam, no one said that. People haven't <laughs> referred to TikTok as a person in a while. <laughs> oh, you're referring to the entity. The entity. <laughs> Mr. TikTok. <laughs> Mr. TikTok. <laughs> Mr. TikTok. You can't negotiate with it. <laughs> Hannah Arendt talked about some sort of <laughs> demonic force <laughs> that would engulf humanity. <laughs> oh man, Mr. TikTok. <laughs> One day, Mr. TikTok is going to descend and lay waste to this <laughs> place. This bottle world. <laughs> More powerful than Eternals. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> uh, One day, you know what's going to be our vision of Eternals? Like the human, like the the manifestation of the social media. <laughs> so we're going to have these demigods, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, come down and pass judgment on all of us. Uh, I'll, prob- I'll probably be afraid of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook is going to be my refuge. Oh, that'll be such a fun skit, though. Do you imagine like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter talking as like? It's probably been done on YouTube, oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> but I want to, but I want to be ruled under like Facebook because all. All views will be accepted there. There's always a place for That's somebody. That's not else. true. <laughs> <laughs> not you true. know how many neo Nazi. <laughs> 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 I've been. <laughs> to be fair, that's true though. I've seen some crazy all right. Look, even in Malaysia, the all right thrives on Facebook. I don't know about Twitter. No, Twitter's pretty much left lah. Mm, They're pretty no. left leaning. There, there, there are a lot of people who are paid to be trolls on it. So I think there should be an audience for this kind of like right-wing stuff. Like you look at all the, the Me Too's and even Malaysia, like for example, we were talking about Uma. Oma oh yeah, Uma it happened Kimmel mostly Bagan. on Twitter. So yeah. It was on Twitter, you know.
Twitter is like a hydra. It bites and like rips at itself, but more hits just grow. It's a phenomenon on, it, on its own. Yeah. People people get angry on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Like, they get angry. Yeah, I haven't do. seen that on Facebook. No, it's like not, not angry. They, they get angry like, you know, they, they are repressed. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> no. repressed abuse they had as a child manifest in their tweets. You know, like, You're not thinking about Reddit or like <laughs> all those other forums. Women dress too sexy <laughs> why won't my mother hug me <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure that's on Twitter oh, <laughs> I really don't the, know the reason why I wanted to talk about uh, TikTok though was actually um, yesterday I was driving to work and I was listening to BFM oh no and Julian Ng was one of the you know the morning run they were doing the normal yeah, stuff yeah. I don't know what they were talking about but then they started talking about TikTok Julian Ng went on a little bit of a rant Okay. Right. He said that um, he was basically, I think he quoted the founder of Reddit who said TikTok was parasitical. <laughs> in that, in that, in that, there seems to be a lot of safety concerns, privacy issues, and we don't know the relationship between TikTok and, and the, the state, you know, yeah, China, right. right? And the others were saying, but you know, we have the same problem with Facebook, Twitter, you know, we don't know what their relationship is with America. Then Julian was like, no, you, you don't get it. Look, for Mark Zuckerberg and uh, whoever, I think he said, I think he said, uh, uh, what's Amazon? Uh, Bezos. Yeah. I think he said, for Zuckerberg and Bezos to be where they are, they would have had to strike a deal with America. Mm. Julian Ng says, I quote him, uh, they had to have sold their souls to the devil. <laughs> wow. I okay. was like, wow. That is. Damn. That's an interesting accusation. Though. Yes. And I was like, that's crazy, man. I was like, BFM got fire. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, man. Julian Ng is a, like a goat. He's an OG, man. He's like, I've heard him, his breakfast grills were legit grills. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a TikTok reference. So like, for BFM to be talking about TikTok. It must be big, is it? I think so. I don't know. And all the security concerns and you know everything. Yeah, but at some point, domestic terrorism in the US was big. Because <laughs> it, and now it's not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like now you barely hear about the Islamophobic sentiments on the news. On news, you mostly hear about like Fox being the counterintelligence to like white school shootings. <laughs> <laughs> so again, I, I see TikTok as sort of this trend where people will hype it up. Then there will be a like counter, like counter-cultural intelligence here quote-unquote intelligence here mm. will say it's rotten Western civilization. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's eroding <laughs> religious value. It made, me, it made me beat my grandma for views. Things like that. <laughs> and then like, after a while, they'll be like, let's just not talk about it anymore. <laughs> but I don't know what kind of content goes up behind... I mean, besides the lip-syncing stuff, like what else? Um, I mean, they have... Uh, like people dancing? Like, I think I know that... The only time TikTok came up was when like Justin Bieber was trying to get his song popular... And he used TikTok yeah, to sort yeah. of fake the statistics for some charts or whatever. I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. But I mean, a lot of people use it now. Uh, BTS was on TikTok. Uh, you know, it's like, it's crazy. Like everyone is using. Even Malaysian influencers, all of them are on TikTok. I mean, they, they get sponsored by TikTok. Okay. Right. So TikTok, at one point, TikTok was doing a massive publicity thing. And then uh, COVID, uh, <laughs> timing was uh, perfect. Fortuitous in that, you know, Everything kind of lined up for them. Okay. So it boomed. I don't know, man. What what what's going to compete with TikTok? I have no idea. Uh, do you do you guys think that as we get more connected, we are becoming more disconnected? Yes. 
I probably thought that when Facebook was around. Dude, mm. that was my SPM essay title. <laughs> <laughs> Are we with social? We, what was it? Dalam era globalisasi ini, <laughs> internet ada banyak social media. Tetapi this was your bahasa. <laughs> I thought this was your English. <laughs> no, no, no. I wrote. Mereka, kita ada banyak social media tetapi kita tak social lagi uh, what did you get for your C plus <laughs> <laughs> you should have just did, you should have just uh, did a saya sebuah apple <laughs> no I can't do autobiography <laughs> if you did it at SPM you were not getting saya merah saya sedap satu hari saya dimakan <laughs> wait where would you go from there <laughs> tamat uh, tapi apabila mati saya juga keluar menjadi tanah <laughs> Dan saya menjadi pokok <laughs> Dan semula jadi apple <laughs> It's a circle of life <laughs> You write the whole lyrics <laughs> <Yeah>. Two pages, <laughs> done It's All like, good <laughs> Not bad <laughs> I've seen worse oh uh, yeah. Alright guys man Any 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 closing remarks? Anything you want to talk about? Listen, um, I just want to say If you news TikTok you should be careful with what you sample. I think there's some... Like, I, I see TikTok as harmless fun. And if yeah. you just want to, let's say, uh, sample, like, I don't know, audio clips from Shrek <laughs> or audio or Disney, like, princess clips, sure. But please don't, um, like, sample Bashar al-Assad clips and try to... <laughs> do, <laughs> and try to make, like, a cutie, like, kawaii face. <laughs> 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 and then, like... Wait, okay, okay, sorry, sorry. I just have suddenly... Uh, a question, a uh, random question. Uh, what do you think about Tiger King? You know, did you watch it? Wait, did you watch it? I know, but I heard a lot of hype about did it. Did you watch it? I did watch it. What do you think about it? It was, it was not that great. I liked it, man. I liked it. I enjoyed <laughs> it, but I like that kind of trash, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I loved I, it. I saw it for what it was, but I was like, I knew it, what it was. It's trash, but I loved it. I'm like, you know, it's unapologetically trashy. It's what it's. That's the premise. <laughs> it is not, the premise. It's not trying to be anything else than that trash. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun, dude. You need to watch it, though. It's crazy. I don't know. I just do you know finished. the premise though? You know, do you know the premise? I know the premise. It's about this like crazy like guy who rests tigers, but he's also a cult leader. But I need a break from watching Don't F with Cats. So Oh yeah. but that's completely different. <laughs> it's completely different. Oh, it's completely okay. different. This is basically uh it's about Joe Exotic. So the documentary starts off with them looking at some wildlife stuff. Then they go to Joe Exotic's zoo, and then they meet this guy who is a <laughs> right-wing gunslinger, gay, polyamorous dude. He's He has two husbands. Um, and then they realize he has this huge rivalry with a competing zoo. They go to that zoo. This lady is like apparently the mother Teresa of cats. Um, <laughs> and that, that's why there's this slogan, that bitch, Carol Baskin. There's <laughs> <laughs> Carol Baskin. And, and she has a whole like a, a murder mystery behind her because everyone says that she killed her husband. And fed him to the cats. Fed that's him, why it was an interesting story. Fed him to the cats. And the evidence, I think, looks <laughs> legit. I think there's a case to say that... I don't know whether she fed him to the cats. But yeah, you know, because he was a millionaire. He just disappeared out of nowhere. And he had a restraining order against them, whatever. And then after meeting her, then they realized, oh, there's a third zoo that's also competing with all them. And <laughs> third zoo, this is the guy who's basically a cult leader. He gets these girls when they're really young. His name is uh, Lord... I don't know, it's Bhagavan. Or Bhagavan, what? Bhagavan. Yeah. <laughs> Bhagavan in what? I forgot it's like, what uh, yeah, in, in Sanskrit, it's Lord or something yeah, like that. Yeah. 
and he has all these girls who come in like early age you know then they they he gives them names they get boob jobs all the, the whole works and, and they stay with him for many years and his relationships with all of them right and so it's the the dichot the, the, the it's the relationship between these three zoos and <laughs> their their persons and and it's literally that's why it's called uh, what madness mayhem and uh, uh, murder, murder. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy all right you see a suicide on the show what you see a suicide kind of yeah yeah i mean we don't spoil it but you should go and watch when you, it happens yeah. in like episode 5 or dude six. it's crazy so but but why but why i but why like i had some not skepticism but why i looked at it like kind of weirdly is because these were really crazy stories yeah and the question is how crazy are they actually in real life? Yeah, I'm sure right? there's some cutting and I'm sure some. They play it up to us. Of course, yeah. of course. So, of like, course. how much they played it up? I looked at it. I'm like, there must, there must be a good level of exaggeration. For sure. But yeah. at the same time, there's some things they couldn't have played up. Like, for example, uh, that suicide. Yeah. Suicide, which is on camera. Joe Exotic hating Carol Baskin. That was legit because there are so many videos. He was like yeah. a. Uh, they had he, proper clips yeah. about it. Yeah. He would put like snakes in her post box. Like you know he. There are things that you can't really, you know, you know. He's in jail now, so this is really for attempted murder. For attempted yeah. murder, he got a a, a hit job on Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you need to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I just have one question. Yeah. Does this whole thing take place in Florida? Uh, I think somewhere north of Florida. I I'm don't not remember sure. Which yeah. State. yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Okay, because he runs for mayor. He runs for president. Well, <laughs> he of, runs for president. Of what? The, the United States. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know this guy before this documentary because he came out in a John Oliver clip. Because John Oliver was talking about uh, independent candidates and they use a Joe uh, Exotic uh, clip. Joe Exotic is basically, he's there with his shirt and jeans and he's like, I'm not going to change my clothes. <laughs> I'm broke. I have two husbands. A bitch <laughs> is coming after me. And like, <laughs> I'm Joe Exotic. <laughs> So I'm I'm so <laughs> there's only one thing better than scripted garbage and it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's unscripted. Yeah, it's unscripted <laughs> live reality garbage. Oh man, it's uh, golden. Yeah, okay. So great. Jeremy, any closing remarks? Not really. Uh we'll still go and watch Marvel movies after this. You need to watch uh okay, so you need to watch the Joker. Yeah. You need to watch Joe Exotic. Yeah, I do. I, I need I really to watch do. maybe what should I watch? I think you should watch The Lighthouse. Maybe I'll watch The Lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. And um, Paul Giamatti, if you're listening, <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> this episode dedicated dedicated to Paul Giamatti. I'm not endorsing Paul Giamatti for anything. <laughs> Long so. live Paul Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> the chosen one. Wasn't that... You made Santa Claus films, right? Was that was uh, that him? No, 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 no. I he, think you're thinking about somebody else. Yeah, I'm probably thinking about somebody he else. He always plays bad guys in those kind yeah, of yeah, movies. He, he, Paul Giamatti has a very bad chubby face. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you know the only good character he played was that um uh M. Night Shyamalan movie, uh oh, La- yes. what what in the lake? The Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water. That was one of his good guy characters. Okay. I'm aware of that. Uh, was not, I mean, he, he got penned pretty badly, but I, I thought I, I liked. <laughs> I like I like Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> As always, outstanding performance by Giamatti. <laughs> okay, uh, Sam, thanks so much for coming. We hope you come again. Uh, do you want to plug anything? Oh yeah, uh, 
uh, we have a film podcast. Sorry, we have a film uh, publication called Movie Dash. You can yeah. check us out on you know Google. You can just Google that. We do reviews, editorials. If you want to hear me like ramble on written form about why the Schneider cut <laughs> is bad for brains, then <laughs> you can go on there. Besides that, uh, yeah, that's all. Okay, great. Thank you, gentlemen, and uh, bye, everybody. Sense it.